Blog Talk Radio. I'm just letting you know this is the letter that stopped them from communicating today. This one right here. This matter will be forwarded to your superiors and will be recorded for possible court proceedings. All right? It is not now, and I just went into the regular. It is not now, nor has it ever been my intention to repay any obligation that I lawfully owe. In order that I can make arrangements to pay a tax, I would go in here and do this. Gift. No, you want to you want to let them know you know this is a gift, right? As a fine, right? Gift which I may owe or to the Internal Revenue Service. I request that you document, verify, and validate the following: What is the revenue taxable activity which you have? determined that I am involved in what statute passed by Congress and enacted through positive law renders the activity identified in Article 1 of this request subject to tax. Please state whether the tax that you seek to collect is an impose, custom, duty, or an excise tax. All documentation you relied on prior to the generating of the attached communications from your office. Here's the new part. Please furnish a statement signed with my wedding signature that states I consented to giving a gift to the United States as outlined in 31 U.S.C. Section 321 D2 for purposes of the federal income tax estate and gift taxes properly accepted under paragraph one shall be considered as a gift or request to or for the use of the United States. Peace to the gods. You're listening to Hindsight Radio. This is Hindsight Radio. I represent it. The information station changing the nation.
Peace, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Truth Tuesday Show with your host, Akeem. L here on Hindsight Radio, the information station changing the nation. Yeah, I was trying to play y'all a court case, and it worked. Every t- everything worked right before 7 o'clock, and I tested everything, and let's see. Let's see if it worked. <laughs> oh, that would have worked. That's crazy. It was nothing. <laughs> I'll play it for y'all after. After, towards it, at the end of the show. Oh, um, anyway, I hope everybody's doing good. Um, I'm doing great. Had a great weekend. Oh, um, I tried to, me and Beth tried to go, uh, well, we did go. We went roller skating Saturday. I did, I hadn't skated in probably 15 in a long time. Let's put it like that. You know, I used to be able to go around and do all that fast, hitting them curves and stuff, and I got out there. I went around once and sat my butt down. I knew my limitations. I got I to gotta ease back into that. Oh, Beth, she, she, she stayed out there, did her thing. But me, I sat there and watched her go round in circles. <laughs> and I had a good time doing it. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, I'm not about to, to – Hurt nothing out here. I got I got a old bills to pay. I can't afford to be limping. And the way things are getting out there now, banks are acting funny. ATMs not giving out money. Oh, uh, I, I need I need my, all of my uh, my legs, my arms. I need them all because you know just in case things get a little hostile, I gotta be able to hold that AR. That shotgun, the nine millimeter, <laughs> the um, Sig Sawyer, three fifty seven, um, forty cal combo. <laughs> I gotta be able to be, be able to handle my business. I can't be messing with the roller skates like that. So what I'm gonna do is go get me some roller skates, skate around my my area, my street, get get back into the group, then we go back and have a good time. Um, but yeah, it was fun to get out there. Music, it, it was cool. Um, then we saw like a Earth, Wind, and Fire tribute on Friday evening. They were pretty good. Not Earth, Wind, and Fire, but they were good. You know, they were good enough. But so anyway, what did y'all do this weekend? Did y'all did y'all do anything? Just chill? You know, I think what what did we do Sunday? Saturday we just chilled out. Um, we got big things planned. We're planning some big things. Um, we'll let y'all know about that. Oh yeah, we got a show. We, we, we that's one of the big things we're gonna be doing a show Friday nights, seven p.m. Eastern time. Her and I we're gonna do a show. Um, I guess it's gonna be about you know relationships, couple relationships in the journey, the, the ups and downs, and the stuff like that. Just talk about different. I, I think what we want to do is or what we want to do is talk about the positive things. You know, we got so many shows out there just talking about what's going wrong with relationships between the the, the, the brothers and the sisters. We, we got enough people doing that. We want to talk about what's good and how to improve on that what's good. So that's Friday, 7 p.m. We haven't decided on the name. Maybe y'all can give us an idea on what the name is going to be. Um, 
you know, shoot me an email, maybe in the chat. Um, see if y'all can help me out. Um, let's see who's in the chat. Um, we got. Uh, let's go down the list. Study more. Peace. Falcon L five five five. Peace and blessings. Um, Karen Israel. Peace again. Happy Tuesday. Sea King Bay. Peace and Maxim Moore. Always donating to the cause. Really appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Helps. It helps a lot when you do that. And if anybody wants to donate and help out. You know, this stuff is not done for free. There's my cash app and my Zelle. There it is. Whatever you can donate will be appreciated. Um, Karen Israel is the owner of Wolf's Main Bed Care. There's her going across the stream, Wolf Main Bed Care. Uh, there they go, right there. Big time loyal supporters of the channel. Actually, here's their commercial. Wolfmains Beard Care at www.wolfmainsbeardcare.com and number 949-522-6226. Very good stuff. I have it. They sent me some samples. Very good stuff. Um, I'm going to start doing some shout-outs to people who's got businesses. If you got a business, send me a little video, a little short video of it. I'll showcase it. Right now, it's complimentary for being a loyal listener at this time. Maybe down the line, you know, we're going to have to do some bartering. Um, but right now, it's complimentary. Um, tonight, we're going to talk about CPNs. Are they legal? What, the, what does the FBI say? Oh, FBI says a lot about it. And then you have the news who spread their little lies and stuff. Thank you, Theodore, Allison L. Thank you for your donation. Um spread their little lies about CPNs. Well, that's what we're going to discuss. I'm going to pull up actually the FBI.gov website, and they're going to tell you exactly what the truth is. So we'll talk about that. Uh, what else is going on? Um, I don't know. I mean, oh, yeah. Just did the webinar on Stop Debt Collector. It was a pretty good webinar. I, I got the video ready to go. I just got to get online and just oh, – Put it there so it can be the recording is available. Those who attended the live webinar got all of the templates. They haven't gotten them. I got to send it to them. Uh, get all the templates that go with that. So that's the benefits of joining a live webinar. Now, when you don't join a live webinar, when I put it on my website, it's going to cost more. Cost you more. So, you know, so it's. So, so think about that the next time I do a webinar. Try to get on the live one. Saves you some money. And plus you get to ask questions right there on the spot. You don't have to watch the video, stop in the middle. Oh, you know, what about this? You know, which you know I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> you got to schedule a consultation. My private time is, is very valuable to me. 
Uh, it's, it's the time I meditate, the time I spend with time with my children. Uh, I spend time with my my fiance. I spend time with the family, all that stuff. You know, and when y'all start emailing me while we're sitting, maybe watching something or talking about something, I get alert on my phone and I stop and I get distracted. She be looking at me funny. Like, okay, you on your phone, right? You be complaining about me being on my phone sometimes. So I got to watch that. Um, I can't be a hypocrite. Um, so, but what I want to talk about, what have you been thinking about? What has what your, 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 your thoughts been bringing you? What, another big thing, your association, the people you, you're around, what positiveness are they bringing to your life? If you're looking around and you got a group of people around you, and all of them are going in a direction you're not going in, it's time to get a new set of friends. If you want to go higher, you have to hang out with people in that higher position. I know some people say, oh, higher, you think you're better. No, that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about thinking better and being better than people. You have a certain perception, a certain goal that you want to reach and attain like me. I want to have that extreme wealth that I wish to you guys every Tuesday when I put peace, prosperity, and extreme wealth to all. I, I put that out because I want that as well. I want to be able to charter or fly a fly a, a private jet and fly to a private island and chill. You know, just say, boom, okay, call call it. Call the, 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 the pilot and have him do a flight plan, and we're going to go to this private island on this weekend or whatever. The family, whatever, with, with me or Beth, whatever. Just like that. Boom. And don't have to worry about the money. Now, people say, well, you don't need all of that. No, I don't need all of that. But I want it. And it's okay if I want it. It's okay if you want more. It's okay if you want extreme wealth. See, some people around you, will try to make you feel bad for wanting more. If that, if all they want is what they have right now, don't get down on them and be upset with them and look down on them because that's when you're looking down. That's what they want. Let them have it. But you want more. So if you know that's what they want and they don't want any more, then it's a problem if y'all hanging out consistently because people pull down more than they pull up. So you have to really take a close look at your surroundings and say, okay, is this relationships or these places I'm going and doing, is it serving me in the goals that I want to reach or attain? Is it doing that? You got to make a decision. You can't be double-minded. Some some people try to hang on to old friends from school and the block and all of this stuff and all of them and they're talking about the same stuff they were talking about twenty years ago. I used to visit visit relatives in the Bronx. You know, when I moved, well, I lived in the Bronx as a toddler. We moved to Brooklyn when I was around five, and then uh, as I got to my teenage years, when I you know was able to travel on my own. You know, I should travel back to the Bronx to visit my family there. And, you know, I love them all. But unfortunately, a lot of them were doing the same things 
that we they were doing when I was a toddler. Same thing. I'm not going to go into any details because I'm not going to put their business out there. And that wasn't aligned with where I was going. I didn't look down on them. I just said, this is not what I want to do. I got to be in the company of people and places that are going where I want to go. Because it was kind of depressing to see that. Now, what I got to, you know, one, I got to give a shout out to my cousin, cousin Josephine. And, um, and she might be listening. I don't know. My cousin Josephine, and she's my grandmother's namesake. That's my grandmother's name. She come from a pretty rough background. You know, not to get into the details. My aunt, who's like my sister, Beatrice, um, she passed some years ago. But one thing I noticed about her, she didn't allow that to stop her from doing things. Like just a month ago, I got on the phone with her. She was in another country traveling, doing things. And she comes from Edenwall Projects in the Bronx. And most of the people she grew up with are still stuck in that area or still stuck doing the same thing they were doing when they were children. So I got, you know, there's family that do break the mold. I broke the mold and, and, and traveled and been places. My parents, my mom broke the mold, considering, you know, she came from that same area. And that was a generational apartment that came back. You know, no longer have that apartment anymore, but in the, in the Bronx, Eden World Projects. But at some point in their life, they made a decision to do something different than what was around them. So it doesn't matter where you're from. It doesn't matter. You know, you could be in, from Beverly Hills or the worst slum there is. You have to make the decision for the change. You have a better opportunity when you're already born in an environment that's conducive to success or prosperity. Yes, I do understand born, being born in a, in, in a condition where Everyone around you is, you know, thinking about being broke and thinking about getting over or they, they, or they have no hope of any future. I know that, 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 that that's the case, but it still doesn't mean it defines your future. You can make a change. I was born in, in the Bronx and lived in Eden World Projects for a good time. And anybody that knows about the Bronx and Eden World Project, that was a war zone. Then moved from there to Bedford-Stuyvesant in Brooklyn, another war zone at the time I was living there. <laughs> okay? You know, just some of the things I saw coming up, no one as a child should even witness. But these are the things we had to do, the minefields we had to walk through just to go across the street to the school. I remember me and my brother coming in the building from school. You know, there used to be these guys hanging in the hallway all the time in the lobby. And then all of a sudden, they, they fight, and one pulls out a gun and points it straight in the direction of me and my brother. We just hit the floor. We knew that. We knew. We saw the gun come out, and we hit the floor. Unfortunately, the guy was too nervous to shoot. He just bluffing. But that could have been a, a disaster for whoever would have caught that bullet because we were right in the line of sight. But 
we my my family, you know, took us out of the neighborhood. They took us, you know, we went to parks, we went to on vacations and stuff. See, you, just because you live in the hood doesn't mean you have to remain in the hood and do hood things. It's yes, you got friends, you get caught up in some stuff, but. You know, it comes a time we got to make a decision. You want to be successful. You want to end up like the rest of these people who are still doing the same old junk. They're drinking the same old beers, the old English, the Colt 45s and the Mad Bulls, whatever. They're still doing that, smoking the blunts. People my age, about 52, still doing the same thing they were doing when we was children. That's because they started that practice early. Their brain hasn't matured enough, hasn't matured past that point. So that's why they keep going back to that. That's why drug use is just not a good idea for a very young mind because your brain does not develop properly. But what I'm saying is look at your surroundings, look at who you you're associating with and determine is this what you want to do for the rest of your life or you want more? If you want just that, hey, stay there. Don't change your mind, do whatever. But if you want more, you're going to have to look for more. You're going to have to hang out with the people that's doing that. If you want millions, you're going to have to, um, you're going to have to, oh, oh, you're going to have to, um, if you want millions, you're going to have to hang out with the millionaires. You got no choice. You got to hang out with people who's making that kind of money so they can show you how to make that money. Even if they're not showing you, just being in that Company is going to attract money to you. It's going to flow. You already know that that's, that's how it works because when you're around a bunch of broke people, guess what happens? You become the next broke person with them. You begin to lose. Your money starts going out everywhere. Funneling, like you, know, you can't even understand, why am I, I can't keep any money in my pocket? Because you're hanging around with people that got money problems or broke or thinking broke. It's just energy. They don't even have to say anything. It's just in that environment, you will pick up on that energy. And guess what? Poverty mindsets is contagious. Negative thinking is contagious. That's why I stress this. If y'all want something different, you got to do something different. Want more, you got to be around more. Can't keep the same company, see the same things, watch the same TV things on TV, listen to the same music that's not producing results. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Too many people I see, oh, these, this is my, I grew up with them, and these my ride or, yeah, y'all going to ride or die right to the grave broke. That's where you're going. It's not an insult to them or you. But I hear too many people give me, kind of, oh, I want this, I want to do, I want a business, business. okay. And, and you're talking to someone who has a business, right? And I'm trying to, I'll try to encourage people, give them ideas, and I listen to them talk. And I thought, well, you're you're an expert on what you do already. Use that. Go make a YouTube video about it. Well, how am I going to monetize? I said, don't worry about monetizing it yet. Just do the video. The monetization will come. Just get put the work out there. Too many people worried about the money they're going to make before they even got the content ready. Get to start doing it and then watch how the, when you get in that flow and that energy and start working, gets the ideas of money and start flowing in all directions at you. Yes, you want to make money off of what you do, 
but you're going to have to donate some of that time, sacrifice some of that time to start making money. Y'all think I made money right away? No. It took a good year <laughs> to really start making money that was, I could say, I could live off of it. You know, first year I was just breaking even. Then after that, it just keeps going and getting better and better. Why? And another thing, consistency. I, no matter what, I try to do my Tuesday show every Tuesday, no matter what. Y'all can count on that show. I'd say I'll do other shows if you'll see me here and there, but that's because I'm so busy with other things. It's just hard to keep these, producing these shows is not a simple task. Something to talk about is not simple. I have a lot to talk about, but a lot of stuff I want to talk about, I can't talk in the public. It's too, it's too hot. Like I was skeptical about talking about CPNs tonight, but I kept, I saw a, 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 a news article where the people were talking about how CPNs was illegal, even had these so-called law enforcement was illegal, not being very specific about it. Like it's, they had did, uh, said the FBI. Like the guy was saying, you know, FBI website says this about CPNs, but when it got to the part where the news reporter wanted to report on that, he said, well, the FBI said they don't sell CPNs. See how they spend stuff? FBI, who who going to buy a CPN from? FBI people. Come on, man. That don't make sense. No, but the FBI does talk about CPNs and what you can and can't do with them. And I'm going to read that tonight. See, it's about fraud and intent. If you your intent to defraud, so we're gonna we're gonna clear all of that up. All of these. See, the news has a way of spinning things, and then they take clips of what people say, splicing together, and then you get this perception. So if you think you're watching the news and you're getting accurate information, you're wrong. Those things are edited and spliced. Because I'm sure one, the law enforcement officer said it was illegal. They just took that one little sentence but didn't expand on what part of it was illegal. Because there's a part, if you have a CPN and you do certain things, it is illegal. But if you cover all the bases, it's not. You have to, there's certain things you got to do. It's about fraud and intent. If you, you're not the, it's, see, what I'm teaching you guys is how to be private. You don't have to give your social to anybody. But anyway, back to what I was saying. Last thing I want to say, watch your association, and that be with people, what you watch, what you take into your mind, and your food, all of that. Watch all of that, all, the holistic approach. Everything you do has something to do with your prosperity, your spiritual intake, what are you taking? Are y'all listening to people like Neville Goddard, Reverend Ike, uh, Eckhart Tolle, uh, and the list goes on? I mean, uh, uh, what's his name? Les Brown. Are y'all just putting that stuff on in the morning just to get yourself pumped up? What are y'all doing? What's the first thing you do when you get up? What's the first thing? Complain about going to work? If you do that, you're starting your day off wrong. Or are you grateful and thankful for where you are? Whatever you got, are you thankful for that? But it's okay to be thankful for what you have and also expect more. That is okay for you. That's, if that's what you want, the Bible says to have dominion over all things. That means to have ownership as much as you can. 
You know, own as many houses and many cars, whatever you want. You have ownership. That's having dominion. But if that's not what you want and you just want a simple life, you can have ownership of that. Do that. All right. If y'all want to talk to me directly, go to, uh, put the number across the screen, 563-999-3615, press 1 to speak to me. If you have questions, comments, um, there's the number going across the screen, 563-999-3615. All right. So one last thing, the ministry stuff is heating up. I'm putting together, completing the bylaws and doing all those things um, because we're going to need it. And we're going to have to work as a unity unit. We're going to need it. They're ramping up to really shut down and block your religious freedoms. They're doing that. They're working on that. Because so many people are coming in fraudulently trying to do it all of a sudden because of the vaccine mandates, and it's causing the people that are sincerely have sincerely held beliefs to be looked at sideways. So, you know, this flood and influx of people is causing the powers that be to look closely at it. So um, let's see. All right, let's go to this CPN. What is a CPN? A CPN. Let's let's go see. There's a website here. Um, let's share the screen here. I'm not going to spend too much time because I don't have to spend too much time on this. I'm just going to get straight to the point. And if y'all have questions, I don't plan on being on here all night. I'm hoping to shut it down by eight. Um. All right, so let's share this screen here. All right, this is share. This is right from FBI.gov slash stats. This is talking about, it talks about a lot of stuff. Talk about mortgage fraud, all of this stuff. And I'm putting a link in the chat so y'all can read it. And they had this out for years, like since 2008. Right? And there you go. See, you can see credit privacy numbers, the nine-digit file numbers that follow the same algorithm as the Social Security number. Now, it can be credit privacy, credit profile. You know, any, any number that's nine-digit that you're using for credit is a CPN, meaning a Social Security number is a CPN. A EIN is a CPN. A trust EIN is a CPN. An estate number is a CPN. If you're going to be using those things for credit. You see? So let's see what the, the FBI says here. This is their website. I just put the link. You can see it right there. Let me give it full screen so y'all can really see that. Right there. It's right there. FBI.gov. It's their website. I'm not. They make this up. So. Let's start with 35. It says credit privacy numbers, CPNs, are nine-digit file numbers that follow the same algorithm as a social. Account numbers, Social Security account numbers, SSAN. Currently, federal law allows individuals to legally use CPNs for financial reporting and protects those individuals who do not wish to disclose their 
SSAN, a social security account number. So if your intentions is to be private and not use your social, which you have a right not to use it, although entities try to force you to give it up, this tells you straight up it's legal for the purpose of not disclosing your social. It is not legal, let me be clear, it is not legal if you're trying to cover up a bad credit history or if you're trying to get it with fraudulent intent. Like, you you know, what made this situation bad was people would get these numbers or use these numbers, charge up a bunch of stuff, pay the bill. That's fraud. That's fraud. See, that's the part that they don't break down in the news where the fraud, where the line is drawn on fraud. And what else is fraud? You have to disclose to these people that it is a CPN and not your social. You cannot just put that number there where it says SSN and it'll, and you have to disclose it. That's why my, it's very good to get the webinar, the fourth CPN webinar, because as things progress, I went and told people how to use their CPN without giving a nine-digit number. Because you know you can call in and tell them you don't use your social, and they'll still run your credit. You know, But the details of that is in my other webinar, the last one, CPN Webinar 4. Um, it, that's where it is. If you want that information, because I do not teach people to go and actually, when, if that comes up where it just says SSN, Sometimes say SSN slash ITIN, something like that. You can kind of work with that. But the, the, the rule is you have to be, you have to give them your intentions. However you choose to do that, you have to give them your intentions. All right? If you're not going to use a social, you can't be, because um, lying on the application is um, considered fraud. So there it is. That's the thing. Now let's, let's keep going. Individuals who acquire CPNs are completely responsible for any debt they incur using this number. Like I said, you're still responsible. You can't run this thing up and then run off. Acquiring a CPN is supposed to be free service. Therefore, websites that offer CPNs for a fee are most likely scammers. So they're saying you're supposed to get CPNs free. And that is true because uh, there's a book that shows you how to do it yourself that I have that comes with that CPM weapon for so you don't have to pay anybody for it, you know? You know, but like I said, I use business credit. I don't use personal. I use all business. You're going to get more with business credit anyway. So um, then they talk about season trade lines, the lines of credit that are held open and good stand for an extended period of time, typically for at least two years. All right, so there you go. That's the FBI website. So anybody tell you that it's illegal, put it in context. And there it is. I gave you all the information to arm you with the truth. Fraud is when you lie. Fraud is when you have an intent to defraud. When you you're trying to uh, get over. I, I know I know people in situations where they bought cars with a CPN and then they go and sell it to the the dudes on the block after they do it because they have they had no intention of ever paying that back. That's fraud. That's fraud. That's, you know, 
You said somebody said they wanted to call in, but the number on the bottom is very blurry. Uh, that might be a bandwidth problem on your part. It's 563-999-3615. It is. Let me see if I have a bigger. And those of you who are trying to homeschool your children, go to homeschoolguide.com. There it is on the bottom of the school. Homeschool, home-schoolguide.com. Yeah, I, know, I know some of you don't want your children in, in school because of mask mandates or because they're not wearing masks, whatever, forced vaccinations. You can homeschool at home. And this website can give you the guidance that you need. Home-schoolguide.com. There it is for homeschool. But if you want to call in, and uh, there was a show uh, Beth did that's up about, uh, what was it about, actually? I think it was about techniques of homeschooling. can't remember exactly. Five six three nine 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 three six one five. Okay, let's see what's going on. Okay, somebody's got their hand up. We're gonna go to them in a second. Give some more people time to call in. Press one when you get in there. Press one. All right. Oh. Learning styles. That was the name of the show. Learning style. Each child has his own learning style. So that show was dedicated to showing you some of those styles. You know, you want to teach your child according to their um, their um, I guess their uh, what's the word I want to use? According to their interest, what interests them. Too many times we're forcing our children to do stuff that they're not interested in. And when they're doing something and it's a burden, they're not learning. They're just doing it just to get it done. Would you want to be forced to do something you don't want to do, especially when it comes to learning? I know I can't remember any of the classes I had in school where I didn't like the teacher or like what I was doing. I hated history. It was garbage. There was always these negative things about us and a bunch of super so-called fake white guys who did all this great stuff. And we, on the other hand, didn't do anything great. Oh, we got a month, Black History Month, and they talked about the same old usual suspects, King, uh, what's her name, Rosa Parks, Jesse Jackson, Nessie Jesse, those types of people. You know, I didn't really know history until I got older and started really looking at history for myself. And that's when I learned truly how powerful we as a people we are. All right, so let's go to the phone line. Let's go. Let's go, let's go, let's go. 816-462. Peace and love to you, God. How's it going? Peace, peace. What's going on, brother? Everything's going good. Everything's great. Out Had a birthday. Yes, sir. Thank Shout you. out to you. Shout out to everybody. All right, thank you. All right, what do you want to share uh, with us today? Yes, sir. Uh, my wife, my wife, she's um, wanting to start something in the medical field. 
um, she's wanting to start something uh, in the medical field. And I remember you saying last week that uh, that your fiance was uh, uh, she was in the homeschooling business or something yeah. of that nature. Yeah, yeah, just both and uh, I Yes, sir. I was trying to get some, uh, pretty much, pretty much, get her information, like her uh, website or contact number. So my wife is right. Just scrolling across the screen. Homeschool guide. Home dash school guide dot com. Home school guide dot com. Home dash guide. Home dash guide. Okay. Are you guys on YouTube? Can you see it? Yes, sir. No, I, I'm, I got you. I have you on here, but it's got you. It has you paused since I'm calling in. Oh, okay, I, I got you. I'll also put it in the chat. Well, if she's, okay. I think she's on. If she could just type that at best, can you type that in the chat for me? Your website. She supports the and, show. Okay. So she be lurking in the background. And and this is just for me. Um. Well, it's for both of us, really. Um, when she wants to start, uh, because I know you can't do too much. When it comes to health and medicine, the government has a hand in it. So I know there's a lot, there's, there's things that you can't do. But um, becoming a national and starting up uh, something in the healthcare business, would that be possible? Is that feasible? Yes. What you have to do is go the route of a lot of these um certified holistic coaches that, that, you know, you go to those people where they have those colonic, colonic things, spas, they do different things. That's where she would have to spend in that area. Then you can guide to people towards the uh, herbs and stuff. But if you get certified to be like a, some type of medical professional, you got to follow what you call as the standard of care. And that includes prescriptions and all of that stuff. So, but if okay. you want to, I don't know, I, I, I kind of, there's places that open up where they do aromatherapy, they do clonic, clonic, or something, and those things where you cleanse yourself out and stuff like that, through herbs and stuff like that, that's where okay. you work that, that angle. Okay. That's just from um, my observation. So I would, uh, I would, uh, do a little research on that. Definitely. Well, I'm going to have my wife reach out. Once to the medical industry, you are very, you're restricted. She could do all of that just under her religious protections. Like when I, when I finish these bylaws, it's going to have herbal stuff, treatments in there. My whole thing is going to cover health as well. Okay. I'm, you know, commerce, you know, doing commerce, doing health. In my bylaws, that'll be a part of my my edict, you know. Okay. It's not going to be strict. Okay. Well, you got to do this and do that. It's just going to be a guideline. It's where right. we believe that these herbs do such and such and things, you know. And like people who become a member of my church, they're going to get a list of things to put in their cabinet. Here, these are the things you need to have in your cabinet for certain situations. Okay. okay. I have not. I have just about I got a bunch of herbs. I have turpentine, I have uh what's the other you know, oregano oil, I got everything. I'm telling you that turpentine, it does a lot. 
a lot. A lot of things, <laughs> too many things to list. But to prove it, they have it in the 1899 Merck Manual, everything that turpentine does. That's why they put oh, it in the poison aisle. They put it in the hardware store, so you didn't know that. Okay. And okay. You got a you got a, 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 a abscess or somewhere that turpentine will in 24 hours take care of it. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm a, I don't want to take up too much time on here. I know there's probably other people want to get on, so I'm gonna have my wife reach out okay. to uh, Miss Beth and whatnot, okay. and. Uh, We'll just take it from there. All right. Go to the website. She, all, everything, all the information is on her website. All right. Thank you. That'll work. Appreciate you. Right. Much love to you. Right. Appreciate you, too. Thank you. All right. Let's go to the next cola. Oh, screen acting a little funny. Okay. There we go. All right. It's always a little strange. All right. Two, five, three, four, seven, six. Peace to the gods, Akeem. Thanks for taking my call. Peace, what's going on? Thank you. Yeah, I got a quick question I want to ask you. Say, for instance, you already filed your paperwork in the tax court. You already got your motion to dismiss for lack of jurisdiction. You already have your order of dismissal for lack of jurisdiction. But you keep getting collection correspondence from the collection agencies. This is ridiculous because I even took the liberty. Right there. Stop right there, Eddie. Number one, that's a per, that's like a private question. But you're talking about collection agencies. What are the collection agencies? Is that a third party or is that the IRS? No. Which one are you talking about? The IRS agency. Okay, you, you follow the same protocol. What's the problem? <laughs> they, just because you did that doesn't mean they're going to try not try to – because what they do is they switch offices that send you those letters. And you just keep hitting them over and over again. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a constant battle with them. They don't go away easy. Y'all just want them to <laughs> do one thing and they stop. No, this is the Internal Revenue Service. Their job is to collect. That's what they're there for. They're doing their job. It's your job to show them what your rights are. And you keep putting it in front of them. So, in other words, what I'm getting from you is that even though I have all of this paperwork from the court, <laughs> Eddie, and your these, problem is you don't listen to nothing I say. I've talked about this a million times to you, and I've done it in the membership. I've done it over and over and over again. You're not fin- you're not really completing the process. So, in other words, every time I get a collection correspondence from them, I need to just keep rebutting it the same way as what usual. My IRS webinar, I'm going to let you answer that. What did my uh, IRS webinar been saying whenever they send you something? Yeah, we always got to rebut it. We, we always we do that anyway. Okay. But it's just that I thought that it would be a, those it would, are auto-generated letters. It's not like a person is licking an envelope and sending it. The computer just spits it out. That's not a person putting those letters out to you. It's a computer. It's a machine. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, I remember that in your webinar. I got your. Okay. I got that webinar. Cool. But it's just hey, that I was thinking. That in hand and hit that button and say, "Stop sending this." It's not gonna. It'll happen, and you know, it went on for a few years until I did certain things. I did a couple of things, and then these and this, especially my nationality, got corrected on on different levels to stop. Right, 
Right. I see what you're saying. It's just that I thought that since we got all this paperwork from the court that, I mean, they were recognized that, but it seemed like they don't want to recognize that. I don't know how you that, could have so. thought that because I never even said that in the, in the webinar. No, no, you did not. Right. No, no you so did Why would you assume that? I told you this, it's a, this is just adding more proof to that they don't have jurisdiction. That's one more piece of ammo you could use. So if they keep coming at you, hey, look, I did this, I did this. Why are you guys still hassling me? Come on. Y'all need to uh, get your record straight. You see? Right. Right. Okay. I just want to just run get that by you. Listen, Appreciate it. Get a consultation because I will not be answering these questions again on the air. Not be doing okay. it. So you got that type of question, get a consultation. And we'll talk about okay. it that way. All right. All right. Thanks a lot. All right. All right. Peace to God. Peace. <laughs> All right. Man, what were we talking about? Um, how do you take the turpentine? What about taking the food grade? I got food grade peroxide. I've tried that. I'll get back to your turpentine question. Oh, and I didn't see any significance about that. But I, when it comes to turpentine, I could tell you from a, a, a bad tooth, abscess tooth, to all to just whole feeling of wellness. Uh, turpentine, you put it on sugar, half a teaspoon to a tablespoon of sugar, half a you know t- teaspoon and a half of sugar to a half a teaspoon on sugar, cane sugar, not the, the, the other one, cane sugar. Put it in, drink it, follow it up. But, you know, this is not medical advice. I just want to tell you that. But, yeah, take that, drink it. Uh, with about eight ounces of water. But don't just do that. You know, go to Dr. Daniel's website and get the Candida Cleaner Report because you need to prep your body for that because turpentine gets rid of parasites. But if you are all clogged up and there's no way for uh, those parasites to leave your body and you're blocked with all kind of garbage inside you, guess they're going to go in places they're going to go wherever they can go, like into your lungs, into your kidney, to get away from the turpentine. So you need to be have a clear path out of your body for them to go. So that means changing the diet, doing a cleanse for a few weeks or a couple of weeks or so. That Candida Cleaning Report is uh, the... It's a free report on Dr. Jennifer Daniels' website. I think she got a new website. It's called Vitality Vitality Cycles dot com. I think that's it. Let me see if that's it. Yes, VitalityCycles.com. She's got a free Candida Candida report there. And those of you in the membership, I'll throw it up there in the membership for y'all to look at. I'm going to have a health section put up in there. You follow that protocol before you start taking turpentine. Don't just jump out there and take turpentine because if your body's full of trash, you're doing yourself no good, you might have what you call, oh, 
you know, you start breaking out because, you, you know, the, the turpentine is trying to get rid of stuff. And them parasites are going to try to get out of you no matter what when that, that turpentine hits your system. So if they don't have a way to go out, it's going to come out. It, out of you, those turpentines, are going to, they're going to try to leave whatever path they can get, path to leave resistance. So don't just jump out there taking that. Learn, study. So there's a lot of videos. Actually, Dr. Dan's got a bunch of videos on turpentine. And in her video, she she sits there and takes it right there on camera on Venmo, Vimeo. She sits there, she put the sugar on it, put the turpentine with a little dropper, take it. And she's like 63, I think, and she's doing full splits. And she just started working on that in late in life. She wasn't a person who was flexible early in life. She just started doing all that. And that's from taking turpentine and other health things. Um, let's see if we got any more. I see a lot of people on. Press 1 if you got a, you want to comment uh, on, the, on the phone line. Oh, I'm getting off. Four minutes. Well, I'll play this clip I wanted to play for y'all before I get out of here, this court case. It's a child support case. How a guy went into court. It's an old one, but it's still good to listen. So you guys can have ideas because a lot of y'all got this child support issue. All right. Shoot. Ain't nobody got their hand up. I'm going to play this clip. Y'all have a good night. Peace. I would rather stand here because I don't know what's going on. Thank you. I, I would rather stand here. Uh, I sent an affidavit that I would be recording uh, this meeting uh, with, with the other paperwork that I sent you, which is, which is a certified copy of the Ohio Constitution with my uh, uh, autograph, also constitutional challenge to child support, uh, an injunction against the magistrate, uh, default judgment, default judgment against the prosecutor, the uh, director of the clerk of courts, uh, the Ohio Attorney General, and the judge uh, assigned to this case. Also, I uh, filed in the case a notice uh, that the Cuyahoga County clerk of court uh, has been terminated from the trusteeship of my property, my private property, Johnson John Darrell, uh, doing business as John Darrell Johnson. Uh, the DBA is in the paperwork that I sent you, along with an affidavit of ownership and an authenticated copy of the uh, birth certificate. I'm here on special appearance and propria persona. Uh, I'm here under threat, duress, and uh, coercion because paperwork I received said that I would be arrested or I could be arrested if I didn't come here. 
So I'm afraid uh, to have any contact with the police because they've been shooting men who look like me. Uh, furthermore, uh, regarding my constitutional challenge, uh, I just want to say to you, man, that my religious rights have been violated according to the Constitution of the United States is the uh, Babylon the Great that the Bible speaks about. Title 42, uh, Section 666 is the beast that the Bible speaks about in the book of Revelation. The Constitution... Just, just, just let me please make this statement from the Constitution. Okay, all men have the natural and indefeatable right to worship God Almighty according to the dictates of their own conscience. Uh, no person shall be compelled to attend, erect, or support any place of worship, such as this room here and this meeting. From my religious point of view, this is a religious meeting. I cannot be compelled to financially support a religious institution. The United States says that it is a Christian corporation or country. It says uh, it's registered in Delaware as a religious corporation. No person shall be compelled to attend, erect, or support any place of worship, ma'am, or maintain any form of worship against his consent. I do not consent to this proceeding. I never consent, and I, I, I don't intend to consent, and I don't uh, uh, agree to the child support default order or anything else that may come out of this for religious reasons or any form of worship against his uh, consent and no preference shall be given by law to any religious society. That includes the United States and all of its state ofs, which, which, which includes Ohio. So given that, and given that the Constitution in Ohio also says that slavery and involuntary servitude is banned in Ohio. Now, the 13th Amendment of the U.S. Constitution also says that slavery has been abolished. 42 U.S.C. 19. 94 says that any act, law, statute, code, any government agency uh, that's involved in the maintenance and enforcement of involuntary servitude, peonage, slavery, forced labor, forced support to pay a debt, to pay a, or, or to labor for a debt, to labor for a service, or uh, any court or, or any order which would include a child support order is null and void. So I sent paperwork in here uh, uh, asking for the court to dismiss this case for lack of personal jurisdiction, lack of subject matter jurisdiction, failure to state a claim for which relief can be granted, and failure to respond to an affidavit. And the last point I want to make right now is that the ends legis is my personal private property, John Darrell Johnson. The Constitution says that uh, private property shall be held inviolate, but subservient to the public welfare. When taken in time of war or other public exigency, imperatively requiring its immediate seizure or for the purpose of making or repairing roads, which shall be on, uh, open to the public without charge, a compensation shall be made to the owner in money. I've never been paid for, for taking my ends legal property. 
and in other cases where private property shall be taken for public use, a compensation shall first be made in money or first secured by a deposit of money, and such compensation shall be assessed by a jury. I never had a jury trial before uh, uh, my Enzligas uh, property was taken. Furthermore, Jillian and Christopher Johnson, my offspring, are given to me by God as my private personal property of my estate. Denise Johnson does not and never has had a right to collect child support on my estate property. Now that's according to God's law of the Bible, and God's law of the Bible is my constitution. So that, so that Jillian and Christopher are my private personal property. Any paperwork that Denise Johnson signed granting the state of Ohio uh, the right to, uh, or, or the, the, uh, to collect uh, child support from me is void because it's a fraud. Uh, Jillian and Christopher are my property according to a state law, according to the supreme law of the Bible, and according to the Constitution. So there, there's uh, no possibility. According to the Bible, the wife is the private property of the husband. The offspring of a marriage, ma'am, are the private property of uh, the husband. According to my constitution, the Bible, when a woman and a man divorce, his obligation is only to give her a certificate of divorce and send her on her way. The, uh, the, the offspring are, according to my constitution, are supposed to stay in the father's house because they are his property and specifically because the daughter receives a spiritual benefit as long as she is in her father's home. The father can intercede with God on her behalf if she enters into a, bad, a, a contract that she later regret, regrets. The father can intercede with God and in that, that, uh, that, uh, pla that, 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 that contract. So uh, I want to, uh, uh, I would like for you to dismiss this case for the said reason, ma'am. Okay. On practice, uh, Your Honor, my request. Objection. Um, our records indicate that we have obtained service on Mr. Johnson. Um, we have not yet obtained service on Ms. Johnson, so I would ask the court for a brief continuance. Uh, objection. 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 I, I would like for you to, uh, lack of personal jurisdiction, lack of subject matter jurisdiction, failure to state a claim that re which relief can be granted, and uh, failure to respond to an affidavit. Okay, so that would be your defense of this matter before this court decides jurisdiction, so I have service on a mother. So we will then reconvene and we'll have the Objection. Objection, ma'am. I would like for you to sustain or overrule my objection. Your objection is overruled. Okay, and can just just for the record, ma'am, on and for the record, can you tell me why uh, uh, why you're overruling my objection? Because uh, there's no jurisdiction. I am not the end legis. I'm a I'm a I'm a natural man. So that property, I'm here to defend. Yes, I'm going to give you everything to defend that, sir, at, at the hearing after we get service on mother. 
Well, I don't understand why, why, why that is, because I'm separate from the ins legis. That ins legis is my property, right. so according the to the Ohio Constitution. So how can you take it? I'm not taking away from you, sir. I'm going to give you the opportunity to present it when it is time. I don't want, ma'am, I don't want to go to a trial. Okay. I don't consent. I don't want to be a party. I don't want to be any party to this religious organization. I don't want anything to do with it. I do not consent to a trial over my person or the subject matter. I don't consent to any uh, uh, anything having to do with this. And I am separate from the ends leaguers. I understand, sir, that it's notified to support. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. What's the title of the case? The agency has no right to my property. A corporation, according to the Constitution, uh, cannot take my property without there first being a trial. Well, no, no, the, the trial is to take the property, not for the child support. Okay, that's a separate thing. The trial in a court of record, not a child support court, which is an executive branch court. If you give me a trial, I want a trial in a court of record uh, regarding my property, Johnson John Darrell, uh, doing business as John Darrell Johnson ends legis and the, the, the trespass on my property without a trial and without compensating me. I don't want anything to do with child support. So why would Denise have to be, uh, have anything to do with that trial? It has nothing to do with her, and it has nothing to do with child support. This matter is set for child support. Huh? The child support matter. Well, I, I'm, but why, she filed the case. Why does she need to be? Uh, She's a necessary party and she needs to be served. Ma'am, with all due respect, you just said that this had to do with a corporation, with Child Support Corporation. Child Support Corp, Corp is, a, is a collection agency under Title 4D. Denise Johnson never received TANF benefits, okay? She was working when she filed this case, okay? She has, the, I own Jillian and Christopher. They're my property. So there's no child, and, and, and child support is unlawful. It's involuntary servitude, peonage. Any child support order, according to 42 U.S.C. Uh, uh, 1994, ma'am, is void. Any court order is void. This whole child support process is void. Now, please tell me. So I, this I, matter is concluded. We were going to, you have the opportunity to make that argument when we go to trial. That's the absolute. I don't want to, I don't want to sign it. All right, all right, all right, all right, I'm back. All right, Steve, I heard it. About 15 minutes. How that brother was going in. There's a couple of changes I would make about the doing business as I wouldn't frame it that way now. I did in the past. It worked. But I have better ways of doing that. Uh, and when he referred to the children as property, he should have been clear that the estate names. He just said the name of the child estate. 
Because, you know, people get all, oh, he's talking about children in his property. No, he's not talking about the physical living children. He's talking about those names on that paperwork. They're all caps. They're referring to the estate of the child. So that's what he said. That's my property. That's their estate. I'm the uh, executive of those estates as well. When you look at those documents in child support, they are very deliberate on how they style those paperwork. So when you're looking at the children, you see them in all caps. They're in all caps. In some places, they have an up and lower, but it's when it's referencing them in their living capacity. But when they're referencing that estate, they got it all caps. And that's what he said. I would have said, these these estates are my property. So if it was my son, Akeem Barber Estate, that's my property. My daughter, Lauren Barber Estate, that's my property. That belongs to me. I'm in control of that. I'm the trust store. Okay? All right, we do have another call, and then we're going to shut it down. Oh, 203491. 203491. 203491. Oh, I'm sorry. How you doing? All right. What's Hello? going on? Peace. I'm here. Yeah, okay. Hey, uh, reason why I called, I wanted to ask you if it's all right. Let me know. You're going to let me know anyway. Okay. Let's not mark. be long when the wish a question. About the mark. The mark. About the trademark. The trademark. Trademark. That's for the I got it all. I I went through it. I went through it just like you said. And, they yeah. got and there's also back. videos on that. If you're the one who emailed me, there's videos on those rejections that I talked about. So keep keep going through the videos, especially in the group one videos. There's people where I actually talk about my my own. Uh, Mine. Yeah, you yeah, talked yeah. about yours, but you yeah. never said yeah. anything about rejection. Okay, I got you. I, yeah, got I, you. No <laughs> I told him what happened, and I told him how I fixed it. Yeah, I you did. I, didn't really, I don't recall it. Yeah, okay, I don't recall it. I'm sorry. Yeah. It went through probably around September and October of last year. I just remember when you got it. That's all I remember when you got yeah, it. Yeah, but I also yeah. explained how it got rejected at first. So. Oh, okay. It could be in group two or group one, but it's around September, October of last year. Or no, maybe even November. Uh, it might have been in two. I, I'm, I don't remember it in one. I'll double check, but I don't All remember right. it in one. All right, brother. All, All right, right brother. All right, peace. Oh. Uh, when does the private membership start on Mondays? If you are in that new class, that's not going to start until um, October. I haven't picked a Monday, which Monday I'm going to do. Um, all right. Uh, that's it, y'all. Y'all have a good evening. Peace, prosperity, and extreme wealth to everyone. And I am... Gone. Peace to the gods. You're listening to Hindsight Radio.
This is Hindsight Radio. I represent it. The information station changing the nation.